0: Hey guys, I'm Brian Summers, and you're listening to episode 30 of We're Getting Better. In this episode, photographer James Anthony is back in New York. He returns as a guest on We're Getting Better, and we talk about how lifestyle enhances your work ethic, new ventures, plans for LA, and sliding in celebrity DMs. Stay tuned. Hey guys, this is Brian Summers, and I'm here with, matter of fact, you already know I'm back again with... James Anthony Welcome back man Hey appreciate it man Good to be back Like anytime you're in New York You know we gotta We gotta get up But uh you Yeah know, I'm like salivating right now I, I was trying to open the beer with my hand Oh, so like, <laughs> oh yeah Yeah man look So you already know how it goes We got the beers Um, About to head over to Adorama But we can't drink this over there So right. you know It's whatever We just met up With the homie Josh You yep, met before yep, yep. You know Josh Peters And um Let's go ahead and uh, get into it before, before we head over there Let's do this
1: Click. Hey, let me get mine oh, in there. Oh, I was, this is was actually about to get to you. Oh, appreciate it. Oh, uh, all right, hold on. Okay. <laughs> hey, hold this, hold <laughs> this. Real ones, guys, no this sound bites. Right, 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 right.
0: <laughs> this is you? Yeah, appreciate it. Right, These are real beers. That third one's for Josh. There you go. Boom. <laughs> here we go. All right. Hey, appreciate it. Hey, I ain't had a beer in a while. Look, man, so... Brooklyn Insulated today. Mm-hmm. All, you know, I'm always... The default, the loyalty goes to, you know, Brooklyn. Brewery I got on my Brooklyn Industries sweater. You know what I'm saying? saying? And I'm try- trying to find my Brooklyn Circus hat. You
1: know, <laughs> hey, but,
0: yeah, I got to stop by there, too. Yeah, shout out to Ouija. But, uh, you know, it's definitely uh, warm today, so mm-hmm. I got on, my, got on my Underdog Company snapback right now. Remember why you started. Shout out to Jessica. Remember why you started, the Underdog Company. Yeah, man, what's been going on since, since we last... uh? It's a lot, man. It's
1: a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I, I actually, actually, so much that I don't even know if you want to hear about it prematurely. Yeah. I yeah. figure I'd drink this beer and we we'll talk about it at a Yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Yeah. Guys, stay tuned. Let's go ahead over. All right, cool. Hi, this is Daniel Vasquez. This is Josh Peters. This is Bianca Corosio. What's up? What's up? This is your boy, Kevin Spence. This is Amon Focus, and you're listening to
0: We're Getting Better. Get Better. I don't even know how I could like freestyle that. It just are getting better is enough. Like, all right, guys, welcome to the Adorama Event Space. We're back, and we're also back with James Anthony. How's Ch- it going, man? <laughs>
1: it's going good. It's going good. Man, I see you were just on Snapchat, man. I'm trying. How is it? <laughs> Look, I, I'm trying to keep up. I feel like uh, maybe if I would have become a photographer, maybe two years. Later, yeah. that uh, I'd be more hip to all this uh, <laughs> technology, but I'll stick with my camera and Instagram for right now. So yeah, I
0: mean, uh, Instagram is definitely the way, but Snapchat is like my life a little bit. I know mean, I go a few days without being on it, but like sometimes I get I get sucked into making you know stories, and sometimes they're stupid, sometimes they're not. But I feel like that's the cool thing about Snapchat. You don't you don't have to. Stunt for the gram. It's just this is gonna be gone in 24 hours or if I send it to you It's gonna be gone in as soon as you watch it.
1: Right. Well, see the only thing with me is I I just know that Across the board all my social media handles are the same. Okay, so You know how a lot of people say oh, yeah, I feel like I can be ratchet on this or you know I feel like I can't okay because whoever follows me on Instagram is gonna see my snapchat Yeah, and I think I said this last time I have a large uh Church clientele, like, <laughs> <laughs> so there's certain things that I'm like I just can't do. Is yeah. uh, when I'm on, there, I'm like, oh man, it would be cool to smoke a blunt, but yeah. just can't do that. Um, yeah. You know, just so yeah, I always feel like I'm walking on eggshells, and then also there's that that feeling of um, exposing yourself too much. Yeah, you know, giving people too much access. So I feel like ah, oh, let me just cut back a little bit.
0: Well, you know, know you definitely have to maintain your brand across all platforms. Exactly. Definitely, if you if it's your name. I I understand the whole church clientele because
1: I was I was raised in church, yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. but I still I mean I'm not saying church people don't smoke exactly but, uh, church people. Cuss, I'm just saying you know. But you know, <laughs> once what, yeah. you get that lax in front of the the medium, then other things can kind of happen, and I yeah. don't know if people you know. start looking for like
0: strings or buttons to press like oh yeah you're a hypocrite you did yeah, that exactly. you're supposed to be holier than thou yeah, no exactly. I mean I'm more regularly human and, yeah. I, and I do human things exactly so you know man now you were talking about feeling old on there like dude I I know you yeah, I know. Obviously, you know we we know each other from running track back, oh, yeah. back oh, in the yeah. day. But, dude, I've been trying to run lately. Every time I get far, you know, no pun intended, in my whole like getting back into running, uh-huh. something happens. Like like I stopped running for a, for a while because my knee was hurting. Uh, the, well, the, the other day I started running, my back was hurting for like a two for two days. It's still kind of hurting right now.
1: Well, no, it's funny you say that because I was talking to um. I forgot who I was talking to, but pretty much just saying like, wow, like is this what? 30 plus is like <laughs> you know because i remember i used to just go outside and run yeah and now my aunt she's 40. yeah um and she ran track as well and she's she has two kids and one is four one is two and when we're together we go out on runs four or five miles mm-hmm. and i'll stop about two miles in i'm like hold on <laughs> let me put this this strap on my my knee because yeah. it's, it's knocking and I'm just—I can't believe I'm even saying that. Right. Know? So it's—it's it's one of those like, let me just keep my ass in my room with my camera and uh, walk around the city. Dude, I've been thinking about doing yoga. It's, I'm just thinking about all kinds of ways to just stay
0: active and whatever. I just started running with the Nike Run Club while, while I'm up here in New York, and oh, nice. you know, that's—that's—that's like, that's, that's fun. But I don't want to be out there feeling like I'm this old
1: guy. Yeah. Hey. Um, it can happen. I guess know? I guess I am getting old. Yeah, man, it's inevitable. Yeah. But um, the the more you stay fit, yeah,
0: you know. So and then too, you know, like it it goes hand in hand with, you know, you you you've been out there shooting, events and situations where you got to get down and get crazy. Oh you yeah. Know, you know, you might feel like yo, if I do a few more push-ups, if I run a few more miles, I can get the shot the way
1: I need to get it. And that's funny too because I have thought. Um, I go to the gym i try to go five days a week um on a good week i'll work out six times a week mm-hmm. you know whether it be racquetball or uh running up stone mountain or something like that but i've realized that because i i a lot because i'm in shape there are certain things that i'll do and don't even realize that i'm i'm doing too much mm. you know what i'm saying like if anybody else in my position they'd have an assistant here assistant there but i'm so used to even when I have my assistants on set, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be the one carrying the thing, lifting it up, putting yeah. it there, and doing this, and I'm like, I don't have to do this. Yeah. But it's, it's the mindset that I'm so used to being an athlete, so used to working out, mm-hmm. that there's a lot of stuff I don't even think about. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, all right, I'll just knock it out right quick. But, yeah, um, yeah in the long run, I just need to kind of learn how to relinquish responsibility of some things and, and just kind of relax and yeah, just focus yeah. on the art. I
0: definitely, I definitely see that. I guess to wrap up running, man, I've, you know, I've been trying to I told myself last year mm-hmm. that I wanted to run a marathon. Well, well this this year mm-hmm. It's still it's still twenty fifteen. I wanted to run a marathon this year because I turn thirty next year, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do a marathon before I turn thirty. But that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna run a marathon while I'm thirty. So now I have to keep in shape. Now I got to stick to my i got I got to stick to my plan. Yeah. But uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully I stick through it and
1: you know, see it through. Yeah. and The last time we talked. Um we pretty much said you know running track kind of teaches you that discipline to kind of adhere to a schedule and Mm -hmm. and uh just the the consistency um persistence and all that good stuff the only thing i feel like it's kind of switched like it used to be my mentality is like all right if i got a long workout and i gotta run mileage i can trick i know how to trick my mind to push my body past its limits Mm -hmm. but now it's like all right i've been enduring this whole journey through photography for a minute kind of pushing myself through these obstacles and hurdles where otherwise I could be discouraged and just stop. And I'm just like, nah, you got it. You got to keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. But now when it comes to the physical aspect of running, I'm just like, man, fuck that <laughs> marathon shit. But yeah. it's, it's just it's things like uh, I, I definitely want to try it. Yeah. But, again, my aunt's 40, and she's like, yo, marathon's no joke. She yeah. runs half marathons more than anything. Yeah. And when we run five miles together, I'm hurting. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't think about running 13. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And let alone 23 or 26. Or 26 yeah. Yeah? So I'm just like, I don't think a marathon's for me. Um, yeah. Although a New York Marathon is my biggest dream, but well, it's not my biggest dream. But it's yeah. one of, it's a goal I'd like. Yeah, like time. a running, a running dream. Yeah, yeah, a running oh, yeah. dream. But yeah. I just don't know about 26 miles. That's Dude, the day, the day after the marathon, you know, I, like I said, I was
0: running with New York Run Club uh, right around that time, mm-hmm. and some of the coaches and, and pacers they had ran the marathon, so they're in there walking around with their... Big-ass gold medals. And I'm like, if that's the only reason why I want to run a marathon, to get a medal, then yeah. I mean, because if you complete it, you get a medal. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so, yeah. I, you know, I'm like, look, man, I want so to get So are you content with knowing that or with the possibility that you may walk some of it? Yeah, no, that's 26 miles. Okay. Uh, see, if, if you can walk some of it, then I'm okay. Because yeah. I was in Chicago on, on assignment at a yeah. photo shoot, and it was after the Chicago Marathon, and yeah. I'm looking at people on the subway, and they have their, their medals, and I'm like, oh, man, I want to do that. Yeah. But, I mean, you just got to, you have to train your mind to, to, you know, for that. I know I
0: can probably run a half nonstop. Right. I ran 10 miles nonstop, What's three more. Right, You know, exactly. and then, like you said, once you trick your mind to getting that far... You know you might as well do it and then you know you know you always i know you've been in situations where you would stop running like all right so i got the nike run app right so i've ran three miles before or 3.04 and thought to myself damn i could have ran a 5k if i would just ran up the block mm-hmm. you know that i would have right, been right, just right. more or see even somebody like a sprinter like usain bolt right. running and you see him and he's fast as i don't know what but you just, in your mind from on the track, you know if he finishes through the line as hard as he does throughout the whole race, exactly, he could kill that record even more. Exactly. But whatever, you know. But speaking of marathon, how has your journey to photography been so far, man, since we last spoke? How, it's, like, what's what been going on?
1: It's been good, man. It's been good. Um, You know, last time we spoke, I, I said that I like to uh, I like to, to keep positive thoughts. I think, you know, a lot of times I, I say this every time, I feel like a motivational speaker, but... Mm. There's so much power in the tongue, um, positive vibes. Uh, as far as the 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 vision boards mm-hmm. and all that, a lot of things that I put on my vision board earlier this year, it's it's like now, toward the end of the the last quarter of the year, it's just like it's like, oh yeah, you know, I know you mentioned this early in the year, but we're here for you now. We're here for you now. We're here for you now. So I have a partnership um, in a relationship with the. Uh, Personal chef, my best friend for 21 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a personal chef, a food stylist, and a certified yacht chef, but there's a lot of things. Certified yacht chef. A certified yacht chef. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I eat good every day. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, with that, we do a lot of in home projects. Yeah. That being, you know, I didn't dive too much into this last time, but she began her entrepreneurship after me mm-hmm. so i had already been in it you know years and and i'm just like all right well so now it's my job if you're trying to jump in this it's my job to be your bridge your your moat over the you know the the ravine and all that so you won't have to walk through the trenches like i did mm-hmm. just to expedite the whole process so me it's just like all right if you're going to get this started let me give you professional photos let me give you a professional website set up all your accounting stuff and all that so you can hit the ground running And now, you know, when she gets gigs, the first thing they say is, your photos look amazing. We Mm -hmm. booked you. Oh, uh, you look amazing. You're so pretty, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I didn't help in that. But (laughs) just showcasing the light of her her look, her talent, and just putting her best foot forward with food, I ended up shooting more food. Mm-hmm. i ended up becoming a food photographer on the side right. and it's it's crazy how the the world's aligned just because when i first moved back to new york three years ago i never thought of myself too big or too important or i know too much to assist anybody mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying there's always something you can learn and one of the first things i i did was assist a food photographer um brent herrick here in new york who's you know contributing photographer gq magazine and some other uh, food magazines here but I was able to be exposed to that world of food photography and beverage photography, and, and it's one of those things people always say, well, as, as far as she's concerned, she's a food stylist, and they ask, like, what does a food stylist do? And it's like, literally, there's not a day that goes in, that goes by in anybody's life where they don't see food photography. Yeah, You know, it's everywhere, from billboards to menus to commercials. So you eat, commercial. every, you yeah. eat every day. Exactly, you eat every day, so you're looking at a photo, you're looking at a drink beverage with the little driplets and stuff like that, so mm-hmm. it's a food photographer is responsible, even on set of TV shows. You know, when they're eating, it's a subconscious. You know what I'm saying? So, because I've, I've watched a movie one time where it was a deep, dramatic film, and I've been sitting there hungry. I'm like, damn, that turkey leg looks good. <laughs> and it's a food stylist's responsibility to to make that to appealing. Make you feel that way? So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So it's one of those things where our home projects have since gotten us both booked on projects together. Uh, where I'm the photographer, we're going for meetings, and I'm like, I'll, I'll bring my food stylist uh, with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, so two restaurants in Atlanta have commissioned us to work on um, rebranding their menu. Uh, one is a new restaurant, so they need new photos, and they were referred, we were referred to them by the, the, pre- the other uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then from that, you know, even on Facebook, um, I have friends that I ran track against, because they went to an opposing high school yeah. and they'll post, oh, I'm looking for a food photographer or a dope photographer. And, well, actually, he said, I'm looking for a dope photographer, blah, blah, blah. Thank goodness for everyone who uh, referred me. But, you know, I got a couple of tags and he hits me up. He's like, hey, Jay, what's going on? Um, you ever shot food? I'm like <laughs> laughing in my mind. I'm like, yeah. clearly, <laughs> you have <seen> my website. <laughs> but uh, I, was just, like, my yeah, portfolio. I was just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> of course. You know what I'm saying? And the funny thing is he went to high school with my girlfriend. Mm. So... I was just like, yeah, she's a food stylist and all this stuff. He was like, Dope. So how much would it be to, you know, fly y'all up here, blah, blah, blah? And I look at her, I'm like, read this. Read yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You know first, first of all, buzzwords.
0: How much would it how much
1: would it be to fly y'all up here? Well, this is all right, so let, let me change this. When he said that <laughs> we have this thing, because um there's certain things that she she'll get an inquiry and she'll be like, What do you think? I, we, we toss back and forth each mm-hmm. other ideas and um or or like things that are presented to us. What do you think I should charge for this? And I'm like, don't do it unless you can pay your rent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do it for less than this. If it's, it's just silly. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times you always hear people say, you have to know your worth. Yeah. And if you know what the going rate is for what you're doing, even if it's not in your same city, mm-hmm. but if you know you can create the same type of stuff, mm-hmm. then charge that. You know what I'm saying? So I say, because there's nothing like working on a project, busting your ass for it, like literally for hours on end after it's done and then sitting back like, damn, I'm exhausted. I don't feel like I was compensated enough. Mm-hmm. So I told her, I said, don't do it unless you can pay your rent. And she was just like, oh, you know, she may be a little hesitant at first. And, then I, and I told her because I went through that phase too where I felt like I was charging too much. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, oh, that's too much. I'm like, well, all right, then don't yeah. come to me. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And And my whole thing is one thing that, we both practice now is if you feel like I'm too much then you're not my clientele right and that's okay there's but nothing it, wrong with that
0: but sometimes you know you might be in a situation where it's tight
1: no it is tight and and I see the thing is when it's tight there's different thi- well, no. Tight, tight meaning like like you just need some money and that's those are the things she she struggled with um where she was just like <laughs> we also have this joke too because uh, this is a reference to Set It Off. There was a scene where, um, I forgot the, the ladies, Kimberly Elise, mm-hmm. she was in the scene, and if you guys are Set It Off fans, you know, But. They were talking about robbing a bank, and she didn't want to do it, but she had kids, and she was she was in the backseat crying. She was like, but I need this money. <laughs> so there's a reference that we always, we'll sit on the couch, yeah. and she'll be like, I don't want to charge this. I mean, I don't want to accept this low rate. And then we will look at each other, and she'll be like, but I need this money. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, I know how it is. You know, you, the bills don't stop. Sally yeah, Mae no. don't stop knocking. You know what I'm saying? Not at the, all. the loans don't stop knocking. So at certain times, you you do have to bite the bullet and, and just like, all right, I'm going to accept maybe three more gigs at this rate, and then that's it. Yeah. And, and you have to do that sometimes.
0: You do. Before, before I got here, we were just talking to a friend, another photographer friend, that was talking about shooting weddings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that like, you might have your price in mind that you would want to charge, but sometimes you deal with people that you, and you know oh, yeah. they can't afford that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, when they say, well, do you have any packages, or what are your rates, like, how do you, how do you approach that? Like do you, do you say, well, I have my rate in mind,
1: But what's your budget? Well, we just talked about this, like, probably two weeks ago. One thing she would always do is people would... And I make a reference to her because we kind of work hand-in-hand. Like, I I kind of share my ideas with her, and then she starts Mm -hmm. practicing them as well. But it's uh, one thing that she realizes when people would inquire what they wanted, and then she would say... All right. Well, here are my rates. Then she would never hear anything back from, me. Mm. you know, it's just like crickets. So now it's to the point where she won't, or or better yet, they'll be like, I have a party of, uh, twenty-five people. I want to serve, and this is like, can you come up with a menu? And she'll be like, okay, you know. So she'll come up with a menu, and then she'll she'll be like, this is what it. This is what the rate is, and the menu is not something you can just come up with, you know, just in twenty minutes. She'll think about it get back to him maybe the next day maybe at the end of the day and then I'm like oh that's too much mm-hmm. or sometimes she'll be like this is where she'll send him an estimate and then you just won't hear anything and then it's like you wasted all that time and you mm-hmm. didn't you know charge like a, a consultation fee or anything so mm-hmm. you just kind of feel like with the with the stupid face so now she realizes you know what up front before we even get started what is your budget mm-hmm. so then we can assess if you want, if you want to serve 80 people and your budget is $250, I'm sorry, but yeah. I, I'm not. I, I can't work with that. Right. If you if you want to serve 85 people and your budget is $750, mm-hmm. okay. Well, maybe I can work with that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we can create something on a lower scale as far as food is concerned. Yeah. Maybe so, yeah.
0: maybe you get cheese and crackers instead of filet mignon. Yeah,
1: exactly. So there there are times where you can. You can hear what they're looking for, and taking into consideration in their background, where they're coming from, and you'd be like, "All right, I can work with you." Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, a lot of times, I'll choose to work with someone again if it's if it's history there. Um, I mean, but at the end of the day, like I said, we all have bills to pay. But if there's history there, and also if it will mutually uh, uh, benefit both parties, and then it's just like, "All right, well, mm-hmm. you want your menu shot." Um, you don't have my requested budget, but I also know that I can benefit off of new food photos, so let's just knock it out.
0: Right, right. Damn. So food food, food photography, is it, is it blowing up for you?
1: It is, man, just because, again, I always tell um, when I come back home from my L.A. trips, um, usually my L.A. trips, <laughs> she wouldn't like them to be as long as they are, but because it's L.A., and it's not the cheapest place, I have to make sure that the flights, I mean, my trips, are a good amount of time. So when I book, like when my agent books me for meetings with uh, like, I guess like studio houses where they'll be like, oh, well, we provide the imagery for movie posters or we provide the imagery for um, Martha Stewart Living or whatever have you. I just have to make sure those meetings are long enough in LA I mean those those visits are long enough in LA where I can schedule meetings, photo shoots, downtime like to, to rest and keep sane. But what I've been noticing is when people are looking through my portfolio and they look at all the people, once they get to the food, they're like, Oh, you shoot food too? Mm. And they're like, This is awesome. And I'm like, Cool. You you know, so I only had one agency that were like well, one um, creative house where they were like I wouldn't have expected you to have food and, and people in, in the same book. That's that's I've never seen that. I'm like, Well yeah. now you do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's a first for everything. Yeah, so I'm just like, it's the first for everything. But again, I've i have i have it's been well received when people leave the portraits and then they come across the food and they're like, This is beautiful, this is beautiful. Now we can keep you in mind for two different things. Mm. And I like that. And I and I keep telling people once I food photography is probably just as temperamental as shooting people because food is temperamental Mm. um you know like oh it's dripping too much or the the bubbles are running out or or things like that um we have to re-spritz this and re-burn this so now it's opening the doors where i'm like i should just get into still photography so now I have friends that started makeup lines, and and now I'm reaching out to people like, yo, I know you have this watch line. Let me shoot some watches. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I did a photo shoot for Rotimi, mm-hmm. um, hey, you, you were there too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout out to Brian Summers. Um, <laughs> Check out that video. Yeah, 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 shout out for that video. So it's, uh, he had on the watch. Mm-hmm. And the people that provided him with the watch, I followed them on IG and vice versa. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm getting into product photography now, so how about I shoot some of your watches to kind of, if anything else, and that's one of the things where we'll both benefit from it. Let me shoot it for free. It'll be in my portfolio. You guys will have images. Mm. But I'm just thinking, I'm about to try to move out to LA, and I want to be able to show, I shoot people. I shoot uh, food. I shoot still. I'll shoot your baby, I'll mm. shoot your dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. and I want everything to be relatively, I want everything to look polished. I want it to look like you pulled everything out of an ad or, you know, stuff like that. But the reality of the situation now, even aside from the food photography, is it was just gonna be, we are just gonna be very transparent. I started shooting in Atlanta, so a lot of my book, majority of my book is entertainment. I started shooting in Atlanta. So majority of my book is black, is African-American. Yeah. So one of the things that you face when you go to the agencies and it, it's just like, hey, black may be all of my world, yeah. but it's not all of the world. Right. They, want, know, they we, want the yeah. uh, quote unquote general market. Exactly. And which is true. We are the minority of minorities. So which means we are when they see my book, they're like, this is beautiful. But can you shoot us? Yeah, <laughs> you know, right, and that's right. that's the reality of the situation. So now it's just like, okay, let's change the focus of what I'm shooting mm-hmm. or who I'm shooting, mm-hmm. and because essentially, I want you to look at my book and not be able to tell what I am, yeah. whether it be male, female, you and know. That, and that's
0: that's that's awesome. Exactly. I, think. I mean, like it's not like. <sighs> Selling out or whatever. Oh it's, yeah, not the it's, it's, oh. Shoot, it's shooting photos, you know. And to be honest, to be to be quite frank, like being black, we're not all one complexion. Exactly. You could shoot a very light skinned person, and you know, be close to what it is to be like shooting white people. Because to be honest, it is a little different. Mm-hmm. You got to change your lights up a little bit there. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Brighter. They might reflect light a little, little different. As you might have to style them a little different, you know. But it the the commonality is it's a human being, you know, doing the same things we can all do. You just, you know, your complexion is a little different.
1: That's true. Um, and shape and is a little different too. That's the. That's the. I would say that is the ideal way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. But the black and white of it is, you have to make sure that you are able to shoot what they want you to shoot. Mm. And if majority of what they want you to shoot is not what you're shooting, yeah. then you have to shoot more of what they want from you. Right. So it's. So now it's just now. I'll test with models, and I'm like, I'm looking for racially ambiguous, mm. Asian, or white. Um, and that's what sort it of comes down to. Because it's like I have enough black people in my book until next year, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so by April of uh, next year, I just want literally, I'm not going to say no black people, because I love my people. And I love shooting black mm. people. I love African-Americans, if you want to be politically correct. but. Um, I just want my book to be completely diverse, Mm. and that's that's just it. And you know what though, that goes both ways. Like no matter
0: if you're white, Indian, Mm -hmm. Asian, whatever, you know, like it's easy to shoot what you're always around.
1: Yeah, of course. And it's easy to shoot what you are. You know, like for me, (laughs) shout out to uh, all my hip hop heads, but uh, it goes down in a DM. Uh, It's it's a rap song, but it's real life. It goes down in a DM. Yeah, that means just what it is. I have been able to get celebrity clients to just shoot with me just by sliding in their DM and mm-hmm. like, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, now a lot of times, I can't say it'll work for everyone, but what I'll do is I'll take a photo of somebody that I know, mm-hmm. that they know, mm-hmm. and I'll use that photo as, and, the, DM as the DM picture. Yeah. I'm like, so, so I shot your homie. Yeah. Uh, what's up with you? And they're like... And they reach out to the home and you shoot am like, yeah, he's great. I'm like, yeah. yes, winning. Yeah. So then I end up shooting them and then that's how the network just expands and expands and expands. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in this process of, again, um, nothing against my reality people because possibly I may be on a, a reality show next year. Mm-hmm. But I just, I try not to shoot my reality people just because they have a stigma yeah. that's attached to them. No, definitely. Um, So if I shoot. People now, if it's pro bono, um, I try to make sure they at least have like a real talent, mm-hmm. you know, like a career of some substance where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, they have a body of work. So that way it's beneficial. I'm like, okay, I'm shooting artists, mm-hmm. not just people that were given an opportunity to be in front of a camera. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I keep that in the forefront of my mind too, just because I don't want anyone's time wasted. Awesome. Let's take a quick
0: break when we come back. Let's talk more about what's next, uh, who you plan to shoot next year, and uh, any more projects. Let's do it. This week's vocabulary word is aberration. Aberration is a distortion of image quality or color rendition in a photographic image caused by optical limitations of the lens used to capture the image. Now, aberrations commonly show up in the form of halation around contrasty portions of the image or smearing of color towards the edges of the frame. Aspheric lens surfaces and advanced lens coatings are often used in more expensive or complex lenses as a means to reducing aberrations. Got it? Great. Back to the show. All right, so we're back. We're just talking about what's new, or what's coming up for next year. Um... During the break, I was looking at your site, uh, JamesAnthonyPhotos.com. We spoke last time about the mix-up, but this is JamesAnthonyPhotos.com, uh, yeah. <laughs> not photography. Right. But, uh, Chairman, you got those stuff on right here from Uptown Crave, uh, you got Joe Secora, Amari Hardwick. Uh, Joe Secora, one of the people that you're trying to, you know, diversify with. Right. You know? Right. And, uh, that was also somebody I'm pretty sure you used Amari's picture to slide sure it the
1: DMs. I sure did. You know what I'm saying? And I plan on using Amari's picture to slide in the DM with, uh, forgive me, I don't know her name. but Notori? No, not Notori, but Angela. Who plays Angela? My my goal is to shoot Angela before April. Yeah. So that way by the time the show airs in June, I'll have that fashion editorial of mm-hmm. Angela to yeah. shop around. Yeah. So that's my, that's my goal. That's tight, man. So we were just talking
0: about diversifying. How I mean, like, because we, because it's easy to shoot what you're around. How how hard is it to reach out to shoot somebody else? Because personally, so you know, my Instagram is not like popping, popping, you know, but it's 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 active, mm-hmm. you know. But it's easy for me to shoot who I'm around, which is you know black people. Mm-hmm. So when I shoot somebody that's that's white mm-hmm. or non-black. Mm-hmm. Um, I seem to get, like, 20 likes on pictures, you know? So I'm like, damn, <laughs> my demographic doesn't, does, doesn't yeah, get what, not, I, what I'm see doing. Yeah, it's not they're like, who's that? Yeah, like, come <laughs> on, get back to what you normally do, bro. Like,
1: where's Waka? Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, but it's, it's one of those things where I've noticed that, too. Like, I could shoot Angela Simmons, and I'll get 1,000 likes. Yeah. And then the funny thing that we're even talking about likes, but that I'll get 1,000 likes, and then I'll shoot um, this guy right here who yeah. was in... Um, the Maze Runner, and they'll be like, okay, mm. so why a guy in a suit. Yeah. Which is cool, but the thing, that's where hashtags are important. Yeah. Because you're just, and that's where, the, hashtags to me are like um, features. Okay. When, when artists do features, it's just like, your fan base may not have known of me, but I'm going to hashtag you and put you on my song. Oh, okay, a feature, like a music feature. A music feature, okay. yeah. So it's just yeah. like, all right, you may not be familiar with this person, but hashtag this because whoever's looking like, oh, he's so dreamy, let me hashtag Chris Sheffield. Yeah. And then my photo comes up, they're like, who's this black guy that shot up <laughs> So I'm like, oh, okay, so let me follow Chris Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. And And I don't mean to make all this stuff sound about race, but the truth of the matter is a lot of it comes down to because what I've noticed, too, is I'll go to a, a photographer's page and they'll shoot models and it, just a, the way their page looks, mm-hmm. they could have like 40 followers mm-hmm. and each of their photos have 750 likes. Oh, that's engagement. Yeah. Yeah, it's, the engagement is yeah. so much higher just based off their content mm-hmm. which I understand is cool but um you just have to learn how to play the game um, a lot of people what I hear for sometimes is a lot of people oh Instagram is is I'm not with Instagram or Instagram is to this or to that and I think I said this last time but social media is what you make it mm-hmm. because when I got those two restaurant um, deals mm-hmm. it was based off of my Instagram photos exactly you know when I got my uh, when I got a a deal to be featured in Hype Hair Magazine. It was based off of me hashtagging Hype Hair. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn how to use the power of Instagram. You know, when I, uh, like Fruit of the Loom, now we're working on something as far as me shooting some things for them just because I said, when they had these sweat fleece, just like, oh man, that's so cool. I'd love to work with you guys. Mm. And they're like, they slid through my DM yeah. and they were like, Would you like one of these suits? And I'm like, I sure would. I sure would. And then when they sent it to me, I was like, uh, I would like to work with you guys. Like possibly I could shoot some stuff. They're like, let's talk about it. Yeah. You know, and this this wood watch right here. Yeah. It was gifted. Um, but it was, it was the company's really cool. Um Is that we no, this is a uh, Jord. Jord? And everywhere I go, literally, everywhere I go, if someone sees this watch, Is that wood? That's cool. On a plane, anywhere. So I'm just like, man, so now in all my Instagram photos, if I have this watch, Mm -hmm. I tag them. Mm -hmm. And then I slid through their DM, and I said, hey, let's you guys interested in some type of cross-promotion you know marketing thing mm-hmm. they said hey, hey uh, and at first what a week went by no response I'm like all right well at least I tried I open my mouth they say closed mouths don't get fed mm-hmm. a week later they shoot me another DM said hey email this person she's in our um, marketing department mm-hmm. so that's in the works right now yeah so it's just one of those things you have to literally know the power of the social media you know yeah. Every, everyone is more accessible now Because of social media Whether it be from brands To, to uh, celebrities um, to, to people in corporate Even LinkedIn And stuff like that So you just have to learn The power of it
0: And the cool thing About being a photographer Is that you can easily Put the work in network like, oh, oh yeah y- Your work speaks for itself And then when you Slide up in somebody's DMs With the awesome photo You know it's not like a creep shot right you know, it's oh this guy's a photographer right? And right, right. he's got this many followers he's, he's utilizing or leveraging his his platform or his his juice blah 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 now he, he can easily easily become an ambassador or um or somebody to work with us you know and so forth and so forth
1: right it's um actually i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go on something right here
0: yeah um let me see pull up a new site real quick
1: I'm going to go to Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram.com. I am James Anthony. So, on my Instagram, there is something that I do. Hold on, I'm trying to... Oh, yours is opposite from mine. Yeah, you got uh, it. Invert it. Yeah, so, this is thing that I do where I... And it's, again, they always say, no new idea. No idea is new. Yeah. You know? But this is something that... I just had fun with, uh, back in 2011, I think, when I first shot Lala, Mm -hmm. and I drew her like on this animated couch. Mm -hmm. But there's this thing that I do now, I just decided to add a hashtag to it and just call it James Shoots and Draws. And it's to the point now where I'll reach out to someone, and the reason I brought this up is because there's an actor, his name is um, Andre Fuller, Mm -hmm. and I ran into him at the Beverly Center in L.A., and I said, hey, man, I, I knew his face from a TV show. I forgot the name of it. But he's also my fraternity brother. But I just I knew the face. And I walked up to him I'm like, hey, here's my card. I'd like to do a photo shoot with you. I'm only in LA for like four more days. Let's set something up. He was like, all right. So I gave him my card, and I said, I'll DM you in five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I DM'd him. I'm like, hey, we just met. I want to do a photo shoot. So then he ends up. Long story short, we ended up doing a photo shoot in L.A. Fashion shoot was pretty dope. Mm. Um, I'm just going to pull this up for anybody that may be around. Uh, hold on, let me see. But, yeah, he says, hey, man, I get hit up pretty often about doing photo shoots. The reason I really wanted to shoot with you is because I saw that on your IG, you do something pretty cool and, and you kind of animate a life around um a subject Mm -hmm. and it was because and our shoot wasn't based on that but he was just like I just like the fact that you're creative yeah. and he just liked that about it so he was just like I'm so down to work with you let's do it so it's just it's one of those things where you never know who's watching you never know what is going to appeal uh, the masses and it's just something now like when I shoot people I used to always have them uh, I used to shoot them in a shirt that says James shot me right? because uh, on my website my older website used to be a tab that says who shot you James shot me. All right, cool. But I've had several people, literally in my market, kind of like snatch that, and I'm mm-hmm. like,
0: and people are always going to snatch stuff. You know, like like you said, there's no new idea under the sun. There are thousands of creative directors out here that might scroll through stuff and see your see your work and right. see see you know the fact that you you know you're probably using some type of tablet to illustrate these scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, somebody's going to see like right now we're looking at a picture of uh, you sitting on a set of drawn steps, Mm -hmm. right? It's a a blue wall and you're in all black and it looks like, you know, I can break down what you did. You jumped, you know, in a certain way Mm -hmm. and now you illustrated these brownstone steps onto this blue wall, right? right? Now somebody could say, "Oh, I saw he did that. I want to do it too," mm-hmm. but they're not going to draw it the same way. Right? Exactly. They might not see the same thing or see the same vision for this blank blue wall. This is a blank canvas, essentially. Exactly. You know, so like you're you're in the sports. I saw one in there with you were you shot um, Beckham, right? Um,
1: uh Odell. Odell yeah.
0: Beckham, right? So you, you shot Od- Odell Beckham, and You got him twirling a football. You're you know you got you got a, uh, a water bottle, or he's he's in this jump with. Did you draw the
1: plays on there too? I drew the plays on yeah. there. The background is artificial because it's a yeah. chalkboard. Yeah, so, I'll so put that chalkboard. On
0: there. Yeah, so you went, went to town. He's he got a football on, on his finger, and you got the um, plays in the background. You know, everything on right here that I've seen. Even you, you got one up here with the uh, with the this maternity shots. You got the stork delivering a baby. You know, so it's all. It's drawing. It's, I can I can draw somebody in there. Can can, can can draw that you know. But they're not gonna draw it the same way. Right. Right. Idea. Right. So it's all it's all about you know the different things. You even got this guy jumping up to catch the baby from the store.
1: And the, the fun the fun thing about doing things like that when I when I'm working with people that kind of know what I do well kind of know that what i'm going to do but a lot of times i don't like to tell them what i'm going to do i mm-hmm. want them to kind of be surprised yeah. so i had him say just jump out like you're catching the football he's like yeah. all right yeah so when i showed it to him they both called me and was like bro you're gonna do this we love it like, yeah. you're amazing blah 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 so that feeling in that moment is just awesome um the odell beckham photo okay yeah it was more so because of who he is mm-hmm. but you know i was just getting likes likes and then all of a sudden i was like 400 likes and then it just kept going i was like okay, like when's this going to stop? And then it was yeah. like 800. I was like, bruh. Yeah. And it was nine. I was like, bruh. Yeah. So when it got to 16, I was like, I've, that was, that's my most liked photo um, mm-hmm. that I've had. And it was something that literally, yeah, I spent time on it, but I, I just threw it up mm-hmm. and I didn't, I thought, it, you know, maybe 400, mm-hmm. but it yeah, was what, just you know, one of those things. And then to fast forward to the whole Ro Timmy thing, yeah. I shoot uh, Ro Timmy. He's an actor and a, a RME artist. Currently on um, the star show Power, mm-hmm. and though his wardrobe stylist uh, Troy Anthony, he, I, I reached out to him. I was like, you know what? At, and at this point, I, I kind of wanted to play like connect the dots with um, the cast of Power. And I'm like, I saw he was on Power, and it was like one degree of separation because I knew his wardrobe stylist. I'm like, Troy, you think you can set something up for a road to me? And he was like, Yeah, I'll see w- what's up. So then. Fast forward a few weeks later, he has this mixtape coming out, and they're like, hey, would you be interested in shooting this mixtape? And I'm like, all right, cool, you know, like, what's the concept? They're like, we want him to sit on the throne. I'm like, do you guys have a throne budget? And they were like, not really. So I was like, all right, well, how about this idea, which I knew, you know, we can just get a studio, I'll shoot you and i draw something. Mm -hmm. And they loved the idea. Um, So then that ended up happening as far as uh, me having that um, that that opportunity to kind of use something that I've just been playing around with for something that would be seen by the masses. Mm-hmm. And then when, for the marketing, they said they wanted to show a progression video as far as how he was initially just sitting there and then the chair kind of builds behind him. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was an awesome opportunity. And and again, it's one of those things where 50 Cent and other people reposted the photo. Like, it was, some artist. I think even swiss beach reposted it but it's one of those things where people that you look up to they repost it they may not cite you who created it but even still it's just the fact that all of this came from my brain and mm-hmm. it's being shared mm-hmm. so i wasn't looking for like 50 i'm not going to say it didn't come out of my mind like you could have tagged me bro but yeah. it was more so like wow like this is being shared by so many people and i you know i posted this on facebook because while i'm doing things like this i I really want to express how uh grateful i am for even the smallest thing um i had taken a trip with uh, a friend of mine well a friend of ours Mm Dio, and um, a painter an artist by the name of will we went to the smithsonian museum and we went to the modern photography and it was just so cool to see pictures of Johnny Depp and Meryl Streep and Winona Ryder and Jay-Z on the wall in their photographs. Photographs that we've seen in magazines, but it's the thought like, this photographer probably would have never thought that their photo would be in a, in a museum, mm-hmm. let alone the Smithsonian in, in the nation's capital. Mm-hmm. So one of the things where now when people ask me, what do you do or what's the, the long-term goal of being a photographer and I said, now I, I truly think is literally to just leave your stamp, leave your saying I was here. Because art is one of those things where it lasts until forever. You know what I'm saying? Like we still study stuff from the seventeenth century, right. Renaissance. Right. You know, so and it, I feel like it has an even greater chance to uh, stand the test of time. For one, yeah, if it's good work. But if you shoot familiar faces, not saying that photography has to be based around that, but right. you have a greater chance of your work staying around longer when the subjects are notable people. Mm-hmm. So it was that opportunity where I was just like, you know what, even if my name isn't being mentioned, it's the fact that whoever downloads this album or this mixtape is gonna have my artwork in their phone. You know, is gonna have it on their laptop. Yeah. And I, that's that was just a great feeling, and I was grateful. Yeah, no, I definitely can, can uh, relate to that. Yeah, J. Cole, <laughs> come on, man.
0: <laughs> I'm still seeing that photo? Yeah,
1: man. And, and that, it's that feeling, like, and I think you and I have talked about it before, but it's just like, dang, like, if I got a a, a nickel for every time this was reposted, and I could get me a nice little fit. You know nice what I'm saying? Like, like, man, something.
0: yeah, something. But yeah, but you know, that this it's that it's that feeling, like, damn, I wish I got credited for it. Exactly. But you know, in the long run, you can leverage that. To slide up at somebody's DMs and say, look, I did this shot. Everybody likes it. Matter of fact, it's probably recognized even more. Well, it is recognized more than more than me. So they'll right, so right, right, see that photo first, and then they'll be like, oh, this is the guy. You know? Exactly. Like, it, exactly. I, I'm always talking to a friend of mine about the iconic shot of Muhammad Ali standing over uh, Joe, Joe Frazier. Mm-hmm. Right? That shot first of all the photographer that shot that which i forgot his name you know ironically yeah, you know but the photographer that's standing over him um he was in the the right place you know coincidentally you know the right uh-huh. the right place at the right time pretty right. much cuz normally he was on the other side of the ring this like, this this particular day uh somebody that was only there was wasn't there so he he caught that guy's spot shot that moment which was like a split second you know it wasn't like Muhammad Ali is like relishing in the moment over top of you for like five minutes posing for the cameras he knocked Joe Frazier out and you know within like a a split second he brings his arm up triumphantly really quick and then the shot got snapped but that's like the most iconic shot of him knocking out Joe Frazier
1: that photo I mean I love that photo but one of the photos I love uh, so much of um, Muhammad Ali is the one with him underwater
0: oh yeah yeah I love he's that training on the water god i love yeah. that yeah. shot
1: um to the point where it's in my inspiration folder of underwater i, I just want to do an underwater fashion editorial mm-hmm. with a familiar face but i just have to find someone that's brave enough to do it you know i tried it with Portia williams on, she was like "Nah, i can't do this you know <laughs> see you know you have some people that can't go underwater without holding their nose mm-hmm. and you have some people that can't go underwater and open her eyes oh yeah and she was both of those people that's me (laughs) so I was like I can't do a photo shoot when you're like this I'm like it's not gonna work so I have to find a brave soul that is um, willing to do it and I can't wait to do it but yeah I I definitely feel you in the iconic imagery being at the you know right place right time
0: but that's definitely a situation where that photo outshines the person but, I mean, you don't want to be a douche and be like, yo, I shot that, I shot that, I shot that every time. Mm-hmm. Because people that do research like this, photo researchers, like, that's, that's a job. Somebody's going to try to post this photo, but they're going to find out who shot it first mm. and then credit you. Just like if your work becomes, a, you know, a piece of, uh, or if your work makes it into a museum, right. it's a little placard beside your work, and it's going to say, you know, this photo shot by James Anthony, you know, circa 2015. Portia waves underwater. She couldn't open her eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I can't wait uh, for that to happen. Um, the photo I actually have up now—it mm-hmm. um, was actually a collaboration with Bianca. Uh, that and, you know, she's a retoucher. Yeah, Bianca Corrosio. Yeah, love her. Um, <laughs> but uh, this was a photo that I shot for Uptown Magazine, a wedding and travel issue in Great Exuma, Bahamas. And it had to be, like, maybe 275 degrees that day. But um, it, was, it was a great opportunity, a great experience. Um, but I worked with this model, Madison Ryan, um, or, yeah, Madison Ryan. And um, it was reposted so many times, like, from beauty blogs and Instagrams from literally all over the world, different languages, and I would see it. Mm. And I got so many people hit me up like, oh, I saw this photo, and didn't you take this? Or it would be in a different language, and they would just add my name. And I'm like, awesome. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided, I'm like, I'm going to put this photo on my new business card. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I know some people feeling different about putting photos on your business card. Um, but I was just like, I'll run through these real quick because I'll just hand them out. And I I kind of just like having a visual on the back. Because a lot of times when people say, oh, I'm a photographer, they're like, all right. But if you have a kind of, you know, a decent photo, they're like, oh, it may be kind of for real. So let me see what the rest of his stuff looks like. So I kind of like having images on my on my work. um, But I think at some point I'll probably stop. But um, it's one of those things where you again, you're just grateful for being at the right place, right time, because things like this open other doors for other things, doing Mm -hmm. beauty campaigns and stuff like that. So I just try to make sure I want my book to be diverse, although I want it to be Concentrated. Yeah. As far as just quality work.
0: Okay. Let's take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll uh, wrap up and talk about what's next. For right. she's. Right. This week in Tech Briefs, according to SonyAlphaRumors.com, the SLR Magic 50mm f1.1 FE lens is in stock for the first time at Adorama and H. The lens is compatible with Sony FE mounts, and it's a manual focus. With the maximum aperture of f1.1, The lens is awesome for capturing ridiculous portraits and creative shots. With the price tag of $349, this above average nifty 50 seems to be worth the purchase. Sony shooters, let me know what you think. This week's recommended book is The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. The hardest thing for some of us to do is start. The War of Art talks about how to avoid creative roadblocks, whether you're a writer, painter, or a photographer. Pressfield identifies the enemy we must face, outlines a plan to battle it, and pinpoints how to achieve success. Now, I've been hearing a lot about this book. I actually thumbed through it at Barnes & Noble recently, so I guess it's time to go back and pick it up. So once again, that's The War of Art by Steven Pressfield. Alright, so, back. Gonna wrap it up in a minute, but before we go, What's next? traveling said you said earlier you wanted to, to move right now you're in Atlanta but you know you always up and down the east coast
1: yeah always up and down the east coast i like to kind of always have a, a hand on the places i'm most familiar with um but i'm in Atlanta right now i'm in New York every month and you know New York is uh, will always be my home but for 2017 i i probably say maybe around 16? april no 2017 oh okay it's a long-term plan yeah it's a long-term plan meaning you have to literally be prepared for LA. You know, okay. it's like moving to New York as far as expenses and whatnot. Yeah. But 2016, like I would literally, there's a show in the works, so mm-hmm. we can't leave, okay. um, because it's based in Atlanta. So we are staying put, just because opportunities are good right now. Her career is taking off to new levels. Um, to the point where it's like, hey, I helped nourish hers, but she's about to be a tree over mine. Mm. You know, so it's cool because you know that's where the partnership is. And I feel like we complement each other so well. Um, it's It's truly like a, it's it's like a feng shui of what we do kind of works hand in hand, food stylist, chef, photographer, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of works hand in hand. Um, but our opportunities are creating opportunities for us. Or our talents are creating opportunities for us to work together to travel together and even when it's pulling us apart I have the luxury of being able to travel to see her because of what I do Mm -hmm. a lot of times I I can work remotely um, for a time being and then you know I'll go off and do what I have to do but for 2017 that's why my trips to LA are becoming more frequent because I'm in the process of forming a strong foundation and network of creatives and branding houses uh, that Kind of know that I exist. So when I come out there, I come like, hey, I know you were saying, oh, if only I was in LA. I'm like, well, MF now I am. (laughs) So like, hire me. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things too. She's represented in Atlanta by a food styling agency, a yacht agency, and a uh, private chef agency. Mm. So I'm like, those are everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So all you have to do is before we venture out there, reach out to three different agencies Mm -hmm. for each one. And be like, hey, I'm moving out. Let's set up a meeting, have me on your roster. And it's kind of like the work follows uh, wherever you are just because they make money off of you making money. So, and and she's good enough and she looks good enough. She is good enough for her to to, to make that money. And I'm with an agency and I'll probably try to make it with another agency out there in LA to kind of try to find me work as well. Shout out to Agency, everyone over there, Aaron and, and Hope Mysteric. Um Aaron McDonald, big up. She's, she's like the greatest. Mm. Uh, and I, I make sure, again, like I said, me, what I'm doing now is every time I go out to LA, I try to work with creatives that are on NBC and CBS on shows like that because they tend to know other people that have money. And I'm always thinking about both of us. I'm like, all right, well, if I'm Working like right now, she was just out of town, uh, working as a private chef for one of the players for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. And it was one of those things they found her based off of IG. Mm. So you have this millionaire who wants to fly you up, have you cook in his home, and 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 provide food for him for up to six months. That opportunity would have never presented itself had we not been on IG. Mm. So. I just want to take that and take it to L.A. So that's why when I go out there and I'm on set on uh, NBC, like I'm on a set of uh, Undateable Live or I'm on a set of uh, The Odd Couple and I'm taking a look at who's catering, I'm thinking about her. Mm. So I'm thinking, I'm tasting the food, I'm like, she can do this. Yeah, like, like this is, this yeah, like, she would knock this out the water. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, so I know like four of the actors on the show. Who can I talk to above them to be like, hey, I, I know this dope cater like what's up Mm. and the same thing with um the basketball players you know because she she just got her certified in may for being a yacht chef and i'm just like watch it be something unexpectedly book you on a yacht so i had a feeling like you'll probably get hired by an nba player or an actor as a private chef Mm -hmm. and one day it'll slip out the mouth Oh, my homie or my other teammate or this person, we're going to run a yacht for a week um, somewhere, but we just need to find a yacht chef. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> certified. Yeah. Right. So I told her, I was just like, don't even focus on, like, don't stress on not being hired yet because I I know it's going to happen in, in this time. Everything happened in its time. Mm. So that's why LA is the next move. But as far as next year, I have Brazil and Tobago already on the uh, the the calendar mm. as far as traveling to for the Olympics and beforehand. Oh man, that should be yeah. Sweet. So I want to take some. I've, I already started following models and photographers in Brazil. Mm. So literally, I already know who I'm reaching out to when I want to shoot. It was like, all right, I want to sit I want to just allot three days to just shooting. Mm. Um, but aside from brazil and tobago next year i really wanted to just be a year of traveling uh i want to travel to five different countries next year and just kind of shoot landscape and try to shoot models while i'm there too just to for the experience Mm. and i feel like that'll open more doors as far as being um an influencer in some way maybe for food or even the brand of canon who knows yeah definitely definitely man well look you know we could
0: sit here and talk all day, just you know. That's why we have a part two right now. Yeah, you know, the, you the the uh, return of James Anthony. <laughs> 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 so you know, who knows? You know, next show might might be a, a travel episode where we're actually somewhere someplace somewhere. You in never
1: know. I would have never thought I ended up with food. Maybe one day I'm just shooting monuments everywhere. But yeah, Maybe. I appreciate it, man.
0: Yeah, man. Look. So uh, until next time. Until next time. People can find you at jamesanthonyphotos.com yep. and I am James Anthony. On Photo?
1: yeah, oh. I am James Anthony on yeah. all social media. Yep. And JamesAnthonyphotos.com. Yep, that's all it. Right.
0: Check them out on Snapchat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm new at that, so don't clown me. I, I may look real crazy.
0: Yeah. Thanks again for listening to another episode of We're Getting Better. As always, drop comments in the section below. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brian Summers, B-R-Y-O-N-S-U-M-M-E-R-S, and BrianSummers.com. Let's get better.